Hey, folks, I know there are lots of business owners who listen to this show. Maybe some of you never planned on running a business, but now here you are. One thing you've always got to keep in mind is how much you're spending on your operating costs. That's one of the first things we had to keep in mind with WTF. And with things costing more today than they did when we started, you want to keep your expenses down. To reduce costs and headaches, be smart and use NetSuite by Oracle, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. Reduce IT costs, cut the costs of maintaining multiple systems, improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash WTF for more. That's netsuite, N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash WTF. All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucking ears? What's happening? This is Mark Marin. It's my podcast, WTF. Welcome to it. Uh, right up front, well, let me tell you first, I'm, I'm pre-recording this. It's a couple days before the day you'll hear it. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm sitting here in a hotel room, 22 floors above the ground. I shot all day today. I was in the studio all day today doing a, a bit, uh, a bit. I'm doing a scene. These scenes that we're working on, they have to, they revolve around songs for the movie Respect uh, with uh, Jennifer Hudson, myself, and others, and Marlon Wayans. And uh, these are long and, and fairly complicated scenes to shoot in that there's no stunts involved, but there's singing and there's musicians. And it's a whole day to shoot, uh, to shoot uh, some of these musical sequences that take place in the studio. But I got to be honest with you, uh, it's been pretty great. It's like I'm just I don't know what it maybe I'm just figuring out how to be on a set. Maybe I'm just accepting that this is a job I do. Uh, it's part of the things I do with my life. I don't know what it is, but uh, being in this character and in this situation and in the late 60s, you know, at Atlantic Records, recording Aretha Franklin is kind of an exciting thing, man. And uh, it just I, I don't know. I've, I've just sort of locked into the gig of it. And I'm not even talking a lot these few days. But I've been, I'm enjoying the work. Is that okay? Is that okay if I enjoy the work? Thank God. Thank God. I'm, I'm enjoying my work, folks. And I, I also want to tell you, the WTF cap mugs that were available for the holiday sold out really fast. As you know, they always do. So Brian Jones made a brand new batch. Uh, these are the handmade ceramic mugs I give to my guests. You can get one for yourself right now. People love these things. You can go to brianrjones.com slash shop starting at noon Eastern today. Okay? So that's happening. Those mugs are nice. I've run out of them several times. I, I don't stay on top of it as well as I should, and Brian's churning them out. So there's a good chance that uh, some of you will get these over some of the guests. Some guests, I have to admit, leave empty-handed. I feel bad about it. I don't make choices around it. I don't decide who will get a mug and who won't, but some of them leave empty-handed, and I don't even tell them the mugs exist. And they don't know. What do they know? I will say this. My guest today, Randall Park, uh, I, you, you know him from Fresh Off the Boat. You know him from uh, 
the movie that he did with Ali Wong, uh, You'll Always Be My Maybe. Uh, he's been around a long time. He's done a lot of things. But he brought a gift. He, get, he gave me a little Swiss Army pocket knife that was a crew gift for the fresh off the boat people. And it was, uh, it was nice. Not very many people um, uh, bring, bring gifts. And oddly, Anderson Pack and Randall Park both brought me gifts. I don't know what that's about. Is it the peas? The pea sound? I don't. I don't know. I'm not making connections where they aren't. Perhaps I am. Maybe it is the pea sound. My dates. Let's do this. I, I, I feel like I just talked to you, and and I've really been doing nothing but shooting and trying to uh, you know to not eat on set all day. That, I mean, that's been what's been going on. And listening to Jennifer Hudson sing a lot, and having some laughs with Marlon Wayans, and hanging out with the crew. You know, doing that thing and, and being in Atlanta. But I was exhausted. So I'm in the room. I Okay, I'll, I'll be honest with you. The reason I waited so long, because I'm recording this late at night, is uh, The Town came on TV, the Ben Affleck movie. And I thought, I just watched a few minutes and I watched the whole fucking thing. So that's what's happening in my life. I missed the debates and I watched uh, The Town. And, uh, you know, just hoping for the best for the future. With, with very little faith. So here are my dates. Thursday, January 30th, Cleveland, Ohio, at the Agora Theater. This is for the tour I'm doing with Dean Del Rey. We're sort of half-tiding it. It's, it's the, uh, the freezing leg of the Hey, There's More Tour. Friday, January 31st, I'm in Grand Rapids, Michigan, at the Fountain Street Church. Saturday, February 1st, I'm in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, at the Turner Hall Ballroom. Friday, February 14th, Orlando, Florida at the Hard Rock Live. Saturday, February 15th, I'm in Tampa, Florida at the Straz Center. Thursday, February 20th, Portland, Maine State Theater. Friday, February 21st, Providence, Rhode Island at the Columbus Theater. Saturday, February 22nd, New Haven, Connecticut at College Street Music Hall. And Sunday, February 23rd, Huntington, New York at the Paramount. You can go to WTFPod.com slash tour for links to all of the venues. And that's that. Tickets are selling well, and I appreciate that. Though I, I've got word, I got word came in that Grand Rapids needs a little help. Orlando, Florida needs a little help. So those, those are the markets I'm, that I'm having a little, that aren't moving as quickly as they could. Michigan and Florida. Grand Rapids, Orlando. I don't know what the connection is, but that's what's going on. Oh, you guys, man. I don't know. Sometimes when I'm on the road, you know, I, I'm much more relaxed. I'm still have, I think I broke my back in two places. I'm still walking, and obviously I'm exaggerating, but I guess I've, I've hit that age where perhaps maybe it's not a great idea to go heavy. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, just stay in shape. There's no reason to go heavy. I think I popped a vertebrae. I don't know what the hell I did. I guess I could ask the uh, crew doc, the doc over at the, at the shoot, if there's a chiropractor situation. I've never been to a chiropractor in my life. I don't really know what to do. My, my best thinking gets me to the regular doctor where I get x-rays like a regular person and uh, I find out if there's anything seriously wrong and then I figure out from the x-rays what the prognosis is, probably from a back guy, 
and then I, I, I weigh it out. That's, that's how my brain works. Some people apparently are like, maybe you just drink some green juice, go to a chiropractor, and I don't know if that's going to hurt me more or there isn't, but nonetheless, I think I might have done it. I think I might have fucked myself for the rest of my life in the back area, which happens to a lot of people over lesser things. I did it heroically at the gym. I'll deal with it. I got to deal with it. I know. It, why I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm here making a movie. But I realize my life revolves around a certain amount of food panic and then a certain amount of introspection. And the way I situate my life on the road, I, I, have, I, I come back to the room, I walk a half a mile to the Whole Foods, and I, I make myself dinner at Whole Foods, and I sit there at, they have a beer bar at the Whole Foods downtown here, or midtown in Atlanta, and I eat it, and I watch the TV there with no sound. That's how, that's, that, that was this evening. I was actually there, and I forgot to tell you about this. I was there on the night of the Golden Globes eating a sad salad at, at Whole Foods. And, uh, and next to me, the only other guy sitting there was a guy wearing three different types of camo. A camo hat, a different kind of camo shirt, and different camo pants. And he was wearing sunglasses. And he was five beers in to a six-pack of cans of some Mexican beer. And... I told him that uh, I had interviewed Brad Pitt and Leo DiCaprio. He said he grew up by Brad Pitt, went to a different high school, but they had common friends, and that uh, he, he would like to listen to the podcast, but he does not have a phone or a computer, and that he's a, a country uh, singer-songwriter, but real country. The conversation got weirder as the, the last couple beers went down, but I told him I'd... Uh, I'd look out for his music without knowing his name, and he said he'd he'd listen to my podcast without having a phone or a computer. So I think that went about as as good as it could. So yeah, I I did just change my the title to my special. It was originally going to be Jeremiah. This is the comedy special I just shot for Netflix because there was complications with the name Jeremiah in that. The folks at Netflix thought no one would know what the fuck that was. Probably true that they might have to look it up. But I mean, on a deeper note, it was that if they saw it, would they know it was a comedy thing? It just in the menu. I took that note. I realized they were probably right. So now the name of my special is going to be End Times Fun. Yep. Just I'm just telling it like it is. I'm I'm going straight. That's uh, I mean I'm going. It's that is what it is. It's end times fun. That's, that's what I tried to do. That is the tone of the special. Also, on the cat front, got some good news about uh, my cat, Monkey. I'm just keeping you up to speed. I uh, brought him in, which was an ordeal when I was just home to, uh, just last week, to check his levels because he's got the hyperthyroid. I'm giving him the medicine. And so his thyroid now is a little low, so we got to bring the, you know, Decrease the medicine, get the thyroid level, kidneys for his age, just starting with a little kidney disease. I think it told you that, but the blood work outside of that is spectacular. So I might have a little time with the old fucker. And I guess, you know, despite what anyone says, despite the outliers, despite the people that say, hey, man, I had a, I had a cat that, that died at age 40. He lived 40 years. 
I had this one cat was 57 years old when it died. I had a cat. We don't even know how old it was, but we think it was 102. Outside of those rare stories, 15 and a half is old for a fucking cat. I have an old ass cat and he's, I think he might hang in for a little while. I'm hoping I need to pace these things out. I don't think I could handle putting another one down inside the same year, but I, if you got to do it, you got to do it. The other cat, Buster, he, Buster Kitten, bringing him in uh, shortly to get his levels checked because he's been on the kidney food since the renal failure after he ingested what I believe to be lily pollen. So that's it. That's what's happening. I had Randall Park over at my house before I left, and I have to say it was a, it was really great to talk to him. And I talked to, obviously, um, Ali Wong about him. And I talked to uh, Nanachka Khan about him a bit. And uh, now I'm going to talk to Randall. The final season of Fresh Off the Boat on ABC returns this Friday, January 17th. And there's a special one-hour series finale, Friday, February 21st. This is me back at the house talking to Randall Park. Sometimes I wish I paid more attention in school or in some cases, any attention at all. There are probably a lot of things I could have gotten more out of like literature. And now it's probably not in the cards to go back to school and study the classics. But luckily for us, there's a new podcast called the Foxed page that dives deep into the best books of all time. This is basically like the best possible college English class, but more relaxed and fun. No pressure of grades or needing to prepare something to say in class. It's only the books you want to read and know about presented by best-selling author Kimberly Ford. Everything from Cormac McCarthy to Madame Bovary, from classics like Frankenstein to modern hits like Lessons in Chemistry. I love Ireland, but I missed the boat on James Joyce. The Fox Page has a three-part series on Dubliners, and that's a pretty great starting point. Want to get the most out of what you read? The Fox Page is for you. Get it now wherever you get your podcast. This is the right time. This is everything's the right time right now for me. I, I, <laughs> got nothing. I, well, I got a root canal yesterday. Oh, really? And, uh, uh, it, 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 it. For seven days, I was in severe pain. Really? Yeah, I, I'd had this abscess in my tooth, and um. I couldn't get right. an appointment, right. and uh, I, I managed to get in, like to squeeze in. Uh, sometime with my dentist, he gave me these antibiotics. Yeah. They'll kick in, they'll kick in. Right, Seven right. days straight, severe pain. Nothing. I mean, I'd bite down on this tooth. I'd be rolling on the ground. Oh That's my god! I, yeah. So you couldn't even enjoy the food. Couldn't in, couldn't eat. Oh god! And then I, I got an emergency uh, uh, appointment with this endodontic specialist that my dentist said, yeah. uh, just, they'll see you. They'll make time right. to see you. Right. And uh, uh, they did some work, and I, I, I got a new lease on life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I, you caught me at like one of the greatest. <laughs> this is it? Uh, this is it. A high point in life right now. This is, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just like walking on a cloud right now. Oh, my God. So a whole Part week- of it is because of all the meds i'm on right now but, oh yeah but uh <laughs> yeah but i feel I, i'm telling you this is uh the root canal is a wild process isn't it i got sort of kind of obsessed with the you know how the hell they think of that 
Yeah. To, to, you know, to sort of clean out these channels. To go inside of a tooth. Right. Way up in there with these little brushes. Did yeah. they do that? Did you have the wires sticking that. out of your mouth? Yeah, they did all that. Clean out the channels. Cleaned out the channels. and Just uh, to keep the base so they can drill the new one on there. They just want to keep that tooth yeah. in there, you know, so as you opposed gotta, to extract, extracting it. And uh, So you got a fake, uh, like a temporary. I, I uh, actually don't ha- have anything in it. I just have like the some nub? temporary uh, just paste that they put on right now. They, I had a crown on this tooth before they took off the crown right. and it's uh so but they uh, filed it all down right there's just filed a, it all down there's just made a, a nub hole, just a little nub and a and a hole that's filled with this uh <laughs> and i'm thrilled yeah <laughs> i love it i, I love so, it but, but now you're waiting for a real tooth right you're waiting for the tooth i don't that, care but yeah they're gonna I'm build waiting, you one right yeah they're gonna put one in there and uh that's <laughs> so, fine i'm just so i'm just fine i'm yeah. just so good <laughs> i'm telling you seven days of just Intense pain, torture. Some of the worst pain I've ever felt in my life, and uh, uh, teeth are the worst. They're the scary, worst. man. I can't even go to the fucking dentist without being terrified. Oh yeah, but you got to go, man. I know. I go every. I go yeah, every good. six months to a year. Yeah, and uh, but like the cleaning, just with the scraping, I can't like. I, and you, we've been dealing with it our whole life. Yeah, but I'm just like clinched, and it's just horrible because you're that one sensitive. You're just waiting for that one moment where you're like, "Oh God!" Uh, that 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 was me. All, all, oh, oh gosh. man, nothing. Yeah, that's it's fucking the worst. worst. And and afterwards, after I got the root canal, I was scared. Still scared to eat just because you know I'll the, oh, that bite much down pain. on. I can't even imagine. I, I was eating matzo ball soup, and yeah. the, the matzo ball sent me to the ground. That's how. <laughs> 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 a matzo ball sent me to took the ground. You, you took me out. I was rolling on the ground. <laughs> Where'd you eat matzo ball soup? I from Arts oh, Deli on Ventura, and yeah. I just I ordered it because you know that's the our, our deli. And uh, is that a good deli? Yeah, yeah, it's good. We I don't know there anything almost, about it. We go there almost every week. It's like, like it's been real, there a long time. Yeah, it's yeah. so like real Jewish style deli. I, mean, I don't know what real Jewish style. <laughs> No, I think so. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I I never heard of the de- like. I know one deli or two delis. Like I go to Cantor's and then there's oh uh, yeah yeah uh, you know there's yeah. Greenblatt's which I never go to. I I don't know. It's 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 not I mean, something I do all the time. I, I actually grew up going to uh, my my family. We went to Jewish delis. All the time. We went really? to Factors on Pico. Factors out on Pico. That's yeah. gone. No, that's there. It's still that's there. still there, yeah. Oh, you mean by Fox? Yes, Right yes, across yeah. from my, What am I thinking of? Junior's. Junior's is gone. It's another deli now. Yeah. So you grew up eating at uh, Factors? Uh, yeah, my, my family. We You're... went like every, uh, you know, every couple weeks. We'd go to Factors and then we'd go to Junior's. Yeah. Yeah. So where, where, where you grew up in that part of town, the west yeah. side? Yeah. Your whole life? Born and raised, yeah. But your folks are not from here? No, they they uh, immigrated from Korea in the early seventies. Was that like a time where a lot of people immigrated, or they just came? Uh, you know, they came. I think before the bigger wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that's when that's when a lot of uh, Koreans started. Coming. And, and how come? Why do you think they settled in Los Angeles? Do you have family here? Uh, well, my dad had a job here, so my dad was here before my mom. Oh, he, he had a he. he I don't, and I don't know what exactly brought him to L.A. He lived in San Francisco. Yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of uh, Asian immigrants they go to San Francisco. Why is that? I don't know. Yeah, that, there, it's, it's other tr- other people like them there. I guess. I guess because it's where I never. I, I guess there's a deeper history to a lot of that stuff. Because like I yeah. living here. You know, apparently it's like a huge Armenian community. Yeah, that's right. And a lot of that... Koreans here. Yeah, too. yeah. I just don't yeah. know how that starts or who makes the decision. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is there a newsletter that goes out that we've decided this is it? I think it's just friends, yeah, you know, I think that's and family, true. And, yeah, and uh, uh, and they say, hey, it's safe here, Come, right, right? You know, <laughs> there's enough of us here to to to, to find solace and, yeah. and, and protection. If one of us gets attacked, yeah, uh, yeah. there'll be a couple of us to to help out, <laughs> to watch our know? back. Yeah. So, so they, yeah. he started in San Francisco. Started in San Francisco. Here. Yeah, and well, and then he he went. He was a busboy at this restaurant in Sausalito, this uh, French restaurant, and uh, and then he ended up in Paris. Paris, yeah, uh, studying French. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't fully. It's this this part of your dad's wife is vague. <laughs> yeah, a little a, bit. A busboy in in Salcedo, and then Paris. Yeah, and then Paris. And uh, I think the owner of the restaurant in Salcedo had something to do with him going. Oh. Up, like he really liked my dad, right? And, and, uh, and then he and then he ended up in L.A. Went back to Korea, met my mom, uh, who was still in in college at the time, and and. When she finished, they she came down here. Does he know dad. French? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. can still do it. Yeah, yeah. And where did what did he end up doing? He ended up uh, well. He end, he for a good part of my childhood, he worked for this stuffed toys company, yeah. just like in the offices, uh-huh. you know. And uh, uh, apparently, I was named after one of his coworkers really? that he liked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at the stuffed uh, toy factory. Yeah, at the stuffed toy factory. And then he, and then uh, that company moved, and he didn't want to move the family out uh, to another state. So, so he ended up just working a bunch of different jobs. Yeah. And then eventually, he ran a one-hour photo, his own one-hour photo. He had a uh, franchise? Business. No, no, just one little shop. Yeah. One little shop on Main Street in Santa Monica. And uh, uh, and and then the you know the digital age just kind of wiped him out. that out. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he was the, the bitter one-hour photo guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had our time. Yeah, it was just bad timing. Yeah. You know, like it just all, you know... And then, uh, and then he uh, now he 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 works. Uh, he he's actually had a souvenir shop and uh, working with uh, family members and and uh, uh, on Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't stop working. He he doesn't want it. He doesn't want it. What about can. your mom? Uh, my mom, she's retired, and uh, she she ended up working at UCLA for like thirty plus years as an accountant for oh. the uh, for the student store. So that's uh, that's where the family got the uh, the health insurance and yeah or, yeah yeah. Your, your mom exactly. had the stable. <laughs> she had the stable job. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. And she 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 was there for a long time. When I was a student there, she was working there. And you got uh, a lot of siblings. Older brother, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's it. What's yeah. he do? He's uh, he works at a uh, ortho uh, at an optometrist oh. office, yeah, yeah. In, uh, in in Los Feliz. So you like yep. you're the you're the only one that's in show business. Uh, the only one, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now, what when you were what? How did that? Uh, like, because it seems to me that like certainly people I've talked to, uh, children of immigrants, yeah. There's a lot of pressure. Uh, yeah, I've, I've talked to to several oh, yeah. to to sort of really kind of like be the one that you know that really becomes a success in an yeah. unquestionable way. Yes, yes. Because we 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 the, the parents one. you know sacrificed their lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah you didn't a lot get of that pressure. pressure? Did you uh, get, I did. You did. Of course, I did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, I got a, a lot of that pressure growing up. And, yeah. What did they want you to do? Come on, Mark. Doctor, you know this. <laughs> I, I, I do, but I, 
I doctor lawyer that was it that was it because i don't know if like is are those still good jobs are they still considered good jobs i mean i know they're respectable the doctors are at least but i don't know is lawyer really something parents want their kids to do still they make money yeah i guess so yeah yeah <laughs> i mean they're 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 safer bets in terms of yeah if you if you if you follow this path, if you right. take these classes, security, they want to know, yeah, yeah, that you're on. They don't want it to to be questionable. They know yeah. that if you take these steps, you will get to this place. Yes, yes. Yeah. Whereas if you're, you know, I mean, you start start out being an actor or a comedian, yeah, it's yeah. like there's no path. You yeah, know? and I I'd like to think that the most of the judgment that parents have about that stuff is concern. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like more than anything else. You know, it took me a long time to kind of realize that. You know, I, th- right. I think early on it was a lot of uh, judgment. Lot of, you thought it was yeah, just judgment. Yeah, just uh, you don't believe in me. You don't think right. I'm talented. Right, right. You know, which they didn't. But, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but ultimately, maybe it comes from a good place. It totally. They yeah, they love us. So yeah. they don't want us to to you know be broke and, and a burden on them yeah and they're... a burden on them all of those things i was <laughs> for a good part of my adult life you know so when do you like were you did you make any movement towards being a doctor or a lawyer or did you uh well when i was in college at ucla i uh uh i would i was not going to be a doctor or, or a lawyer but i thought maybe i'd be a professor Oh yeah, yeah, and I thought maybe of, what? Uh, of uh, I was thinking of like Asian American studies, history, things oh. that I was interested in at yeah. UCLA, and uh, I thought that would you know I would I would as a professor publish books and write you know and that sounded pretty good to my sure. parents. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You sold them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I sold them. So I I I kind of started gearing myself towards that route, even though at the, at the time I had. Uh, uh, co-founded this theater company at, on on the, on the college campus, and uh, uh, I was spending most of my time doing that stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. So, yeah. so you you studied, um, you did you did study like uh, what what was the uh, focus? I, I majored in, in in English in like creative yeah, me writing. Too. Yeah. And then I uh, I minored in Asian American studies. I ended up doing two a two years master's program in Asian American studies. Oh, really? And uh, thinking I was going to become this professor of Asian American studies. <laughs> yeah. When when what is the reach of that? When it it seems like it's p- pretty broad. Yeah. So so yeah. So what do you study exactly? Well, I mean, my like primary interest was actually in like media, you know, like an an Asian American kind of representation mm. and and, uh, uh, and the depictions of of Asian Americans in media. So it was always like geared towards this this, this interest that I so had you, you, in my heart, you know. Yeah, you're putting the you, the philosophical foundations <laughs> yeah. of your of your <laughs> acting career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then meanwhile I was doing this theater company. Well, what was the theater company? It was this Asian American theater company that that uh that uh, I was I was involved with on uh, and I had co-founded on campus. And, what was uh, so? What was that called? It was called LCC, or yeah. La, it was called Lapu the Coyote that Cares Theater Company, and uh, uh, and it's still going on to this day. Really? Yeah, yeah. And it was it, it was it, Ali Wong was a member of that company. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because what's he? Are you older? Are you like older? Yeah. Than yeah. Ali? She she joined uh, after I graduated. So because you guys did that great movie together, and uh, and she's written for. Fresh off the boat, yeah. like you guys have a long. But you didn't know each other in college. Uh, we did know each other. Well, oh, when did? she was in college, yeah, yeah and uh, and I was j- just out of out of grad school, and uh, you know, still kind of 
hanging around that theater company because I didn't, you know, didn't you know what it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was it a comedy-driven thing? It, you know, it was, but it it was for sure. But it wasn't kind of a conscious like we're going to do comedy. It was right. just kind of. I think that was just kind of our natural. That's what we like to do. And and sort of the intent of it was to to sort of uh, bring Asian Americans together to... Well, you know, at the time it was primarily these uh, what we called South Campus majors, which was like Asian American kids who were majoring in like math and sciences and, and becoming doctors, right. and, you know, right. and who, who kind of wanted to to do this kind right. of thing just kind of as a hobby you know right. so so we had a lot of these these uh these kids who were brainy who kids were, oh yeah who are or at least like artists who are tr- trying to please their parents you right. know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, we yeah. provided them this kind of outlet to uh <laughs> <laughs> kind of like i was you right. know at the time and and uh, uh and uh yeah we just put on we wrote all our own original like plays and and material and you and you would uh perform it at the school perform it at the school we did a show every quarter and uh it was it, i mean that was that was pivotal for me that that was when i was like okay i know i want to do this i know like i'm supposed to become a professor now but right. this is what i really want to do and uh we'll see what you know did you ever do. did you maintain did you keep that sort of the spirit of like um your knowledge of a lack of representation being one of the driving forces. Yeah, yeah. I, I think at that time it was definitely, uh, uh, you know, you're in. I was in college. I was uh, for the first time in my life surrounded by Asian Americans and uh, yeah. very kind of uh, suddenly conscious to these things. Whereas growing up, I didn't think about it. Right. You know? I didn't, I didn't. You weren't surrounded by Asian Americans growing up. No, no. I mean, I had a, a couple Asian friends that I grew up with, but it was predominantly everyone else. It right. It was a, a part of LA uh, uh, that was very mixed, but there weren't a ton of other right. Asians. Yeah. So, so you know, we grew up knowing about race stuff right. because we were all so you know different of different uh, backgrounds. But, yeah. But it wasn't like this kind of conscious Asian American identity. Right. And, yeah. and so but did you find that at the time when you were in college that that was sort of the first wave of that awareness culturally? For me. Yeah. 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 But in general, I, I you know, because like I, what do I, I don't know much of anything that, yeah. you, you know, but you, you start to realize as you know, as a white person and, and one that, you, you know, now you has to admit a certain amount of privilege because it's true, but you don't think in those terms before because right, yeah. you're you ignorant. Think, yeah. You yeah. Know, and I don't think it's racist, but you're just sort of like you take everything for granted. You're just going through life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As a yeah. white person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, without Everything's working out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that was me growing up too, though. As right. In, you know, I was just, this is great. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'd, watch a, uh, I'd watch Indiana Jones and I'd... Th- put myself in the boots of indiana jones sure i not not short round you know what i mean like <laughs> and i didn't and i thought hey short round's funny right but, that but I didn't, that's not me i'm indiana jones you know <laughs> yeah. and then you come a, you grow up a little bit step out in the world and everyone's like you're short round i'm like no i'm indiana jones <laughs> you don't get it i got the hat and everything <laughs> yeah i got the hat and the whip <laughs> <laughs> so, you, but you did feel con- you come up against that. You felt that uh, in in college. Yeah, yeah, in college, and I think that's what uh, led to the formation of that theater company. Well, in college, in in in, in which sense? In, in the sense that um, because you, you just being in the population of college, or a, and actually in acting. 
But I mean, like, I did think, you? Because I don't know when bullying happens, and I don't know when that that sort of separation happens. I mean, when we're younger, everybody sort of integrates. Yeah. But I, I, when you do get to college, it's odd because you you start to uh, groups aggregate. Yes. You know, for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. And you felt that there first. Yeah, I know. I mean, growing up, I, yeah. got, I got bullied. Yeah, you know, I yeah. got bullied. It wasn't always like, at least in my mind, because I was Asian. But yeah. you know, in retrospect, that might have played a part of it. Right. I don't know. You know. Yeah. Uh, uh, but um, but yeah, I think just being around a community that was that was thinking of these things, you know, right. that was thinking of issues of of representation and, but, and yeah, because like you know, it seems that you you. It, Everybody gets characterized a certain way and mm-hmm. lumped together. Yeah, you know, even but it's weird because even you saying like you know like all these kind of like uh, these kids that were trying to please their parents by doing math majors and biology <laughs> yeah. majors had a, an outlet to yeah. at least pursue something that yeah. there was something. So the whole sort of like uh, uh, I think that that expectation of of immigrant parents kind of helps set sort of. The context of how uh, Asian Americans are judged in a way, yeah, in, in terms for of sure. their ambitions and uh, and what they're supposed to do, for sure. But the parents aren't thinking of that of no, the, no, of of the stereotypes. No. You know, they, they, yeah. don't, they don't. My parents, they don't. To this day, they 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 don't care about the the issues that uh, I think a lot of. Uh, us Asian Americans, right. kind of who were born here, or yeah. at least who spent a good part of our childhood here, right. here about you know they're they're just trying to provide, right? Yeah, yeah, and and so when were you guys um, writing to this? Were you creating pieces around yeah. this stuff? Yeah, that- we were, we were. I mean, pretty pretty bad stuff. <laughs> but yeah we were writing about about you know kind of everything we didn't know what the hell we were doing right because we didn't uh we just didn't have uh uh, a lot of us it was it was new for all of us we didn't go to plays growing up you know we didn't uh we didn't you know know what it meant to write a play but you watched sketch shows we watched sketch shows we watched yeah we watched movies we watched tv and we were we were we were just kind of figuring it out and it was it was so fun because of that we didn't know what the hell we were doing we had no 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 rules did anybody step in was there anybody uh, among you that knew how to direct or or anything how many people were in the core group uh i think i think there there must have been like 12 uh-huh. 13 uh, in that core group and did they could you register it as a as a club on campus yeah we did so we you had did. your own room and we you had did. A space. we had space to rehearse we had a we had a theater on campus the northwest campus auditorium which was uh kind of tucked in by the dorm and you so. set all this in motion uh me and two others yeah you know, three of us yeah yeah, we put it together, and, and I, I can't believe it's still going on. It's crazy. And have you checked back in with it? Do you, do you ever you know, go over to the, the shows? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> over the years, though, I, I mean, here and there, I, yeah. I would come back and, and talk to the kids, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, I think I'm due to come back. And, and Oh, yeah? Yeah. So they know that you're the guy that started it? I think so. Yeah, yeah. you're like yeah. the historical the... figure. There's <laughs> yeah. a small picture of you somewhere hanging. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Out yeah. of that original crew, the, the, how many people sort of went into show business? Uh, a bunch. Really? <laughs> yeah, we 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 made a lot of parents mad. <laughs> <laughs> you succeeded in yeah. your revolution. Yeah, a bunch a bunch of us, especially from that early group. You know, like. Uh, uh, 
I don't know, I'd say a third of, of, of that early group ended, oh, yeah. up, ended up going into it. Are they yeah. still in it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, a lot, thriving, a lot of a lot of them, you know, in different capacities, sure. you know, writers, yeah. uh, uh, executives, you know. Yeah, uh, are you guys still in touch? Or? Yeah, oh, yeah, we all keep in touch. That's uh, wild. Yeah, when we had our Always Be My Maybe premiere, you know, Allie was yeah. in, the, in the company, sure. and yeah. we had a bunch of, and it was, at, our premiere was at, in Westwood, right yeah, by yeah. UCLA, right. so a bunch of uh, a bunch of us from the old back in the day uh, came to the premiere, and it, it was real cool. That's like that's great. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Now, do you have you do you feel that there? Well, obviously, there's been progress. Do you feel in terms yeah. of representation and in terms of like, because it seemed like it, it's a really odd thing. I, I the struggle for African Americans to to you know, against this depiction of them. Um, in general, in in film and television, you know, was always a part of the cultural awareness. But I don't think that you know, I I really took into mind, you know, the struggle of Asian Americans to sort of find that place. I knew there were movies, but it was always really a big deal when yeah. a movie was made about a, a multi generational Asian family. <laughs> yeah. Like, look at the food. It always there's always a lot of food involved. Oh yeah, there's always food involved. <laughs> yeah. But do you do you feel that now that there is a broader acceptance? Uh yeah 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 I think I think I think well fresh I, off the boat's a good example Ali Wong's success is a great example I think so I think so and uh, you know just kind of the fact that these projects or and these people are are out there in the mainstream not just performing for other Asian Americans or Asian right. people right that's it's that's it. usually what happens too yeah it's it, it's it's amazing there's a, yeah I mean it's a broad I mean Ali's success is like in, it's insane it's amazing. It's a, it, it's it's amazing. I mean, it's not surprising to no, me because yeah, but, but, it's, but like, it is amazing. I don't. I, I and I have to assume that those audiences aren't all Asian American. Yeah, no. Ninety shows that she's doing in San Francisco. <laughs> I know <laughs> she, she's doing she, ninety yeah, yeah. shows. It's crazy. <laughs> it's she, crazy. We're she did like a... she did like forty here in L.A. at the at the uh, at the one on Wilshire and uh, on yeah, the, we're at the uh, Wiltern. Oh, at the Wiltern. Yeah, yeah she it's did crazy. a ton. Yeah, it is crazy, but it, it it's great. It it's is great. Yeah, and I think it's empowering for well, not just women, but I obviously for uh, Asian Americans too, right? I totally. mean, totally, totally. It, it's yeah. just it's so I you might I don't, I don't know why I'm it, sometimes I I find like I don't talk to a lot of Asian Americans, so now you're the representative, <laughs> but. It, <laughs> But it's just it, it's it's so amazing how much you know white people take for granted. <laughs> Do you know, like, because you know we've all been eating Chinese food or Asian or, or Thai food or Korean food, whatever we eat. Yeah, yeah. It's usually where it starts. You know, yeah. we go to that restaurant. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just sort of a lack of empathy to you know connect lives and struggle to the people that whose yeah, food yeah. you're eating. Yeah, for sure. But it's yeah. all there. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why uh, you see it so much in our our projects, you know, because <laughs> it is like the food it is, is such something a huge we can all part of, of who we are. So you, you know? did a master's program. You did a master's in what? In Asian American studies. Oh, so, that, so you really kind of hung in there with that. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. It was uh, something I I, I was very uh, interested. And in. that was two years. Those two years, yeah. And then when yeah. did you just decide I'm going to act? Uh, how did that happen? How did you go about that, it? Well, I think I think uh, the, it was many many years after I after that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, oh, I, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I I think uh, you know the expectations of my parents were you know it was like they were just fighting up against what I really wanted to do and uh, and I kind of after after grad school I, I just kind of worked these regular jobs. I was a graphic designer, uh, just trying to figure it out. Were you fighting with your folks? 
Yeah, 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 a little bit. Um, uh, and then, you know, and slow, slowly I'd kind of hint to them, yeah, I think I, I, I want to do this. And they'd be like, no, no, you're, you're not going to do well in that. It's so hard. So the know? character in the movie is sort of like something <laughs> you could relate to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that could have been your destiny it could have yeah it was i mean i was i was in my 30s living at home Ugh. yeah because i was uh uh well at that point i was like a- actually pursuing acting but mm. I, but i wasn't really telling my parents because every time i tell them they would they would uh you know stress how much of a uh, a failure I would be. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, because, look, my mom worked at UCLA, and she uh, she worked with a lot of students, or former students who had just graduated UCLA and were now pursuing acting. Yeah. But needed a job on the side, so they'd work in this accounting department with my mom, and she'd, right. she'd like, see their, like, reels, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, she, I remember she showed me one of her coworkers like reels and yeah. was like, "This guy is incredible." Yeah, but this guy's working with me at this. <laughs> <laughs> That's how hard it is, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember looking at this guy's reel. I was like, "This guy is incredible." <laughs> so, so it scared me. She's you know, trying to scare you straight. Yeah, you know? but I mean, again, it was because she loved me, and she didn't want me to, you know, to, so you, to have a tough time. And so uh, you're at home in your 30s. Like, yeah, so. yeah, and I and I had a tough time, man. I, and you were gra- what, a graphic designer. Yeah, because when I was at that theater company yeah. in college, I, yeah. I, you know, we'd make we'd have to make flyers for our shows, oh, so and then, we had to put them all around campus right you know so i picked up some like oh that, that's uh, some, that's some where skills. you got your chops that's where, like in, that's <laughs> pretty where... basic graphic design skills right that, that that carried me into these these jobs uh post-college but didn't your parents know that you were kind of like you know unhappy and and wallow or floundering in that or did what were they expecting to happen with the graphic i, I think design they were game? i think they were hoping that i would you know kind of be like okay this is i'm done with this i'm, t- I'm gonna go to yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. law school right or, or you know i think that's <laughs> right, right. it's only a matter of time <laughs> yeah. any day now yeah so meanwhile i was i was going to these auditions i was doing uh i was doing you know improv i was doing stand-up for a little while you did? i did do- i did i i i you know i at a certain point, Allie had moved up to San Francisco. I, sure, I'd go I up remember. to San Francisco, and she'd show me all around the the rooms. I'd perform with her at all these like different rooms in San Francisco. Oh, Met wow. a bunch of uh, you know your friends uh, yeah. up in San Francisco at the time. And, so you uh, did. So okay. So you, you're kind of you're you're sneaking around doing this stuff. <laughs> yeah, because you're living at home <laughs> and you're doing graphic design, yeah. and then you'd go and, and so when you went up to San Francisco, what? How how many times did you do stand up, or did you? I mean, uh, a bunch of times. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So and do, how was it for you? It was great. Yeah, it was, it was so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I loved it. I, I uh, especially going up there. And I was, and I, and I wished that, that I had lived up there sometimes because just it, it was a real community, you know, of of, of comedians. Oh yeah, and, it's a comedy city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it is here too, but it's different here. It's different here. I mean, if you're if you were where I was at at the time, I, yeah. you, could, you couldn't book a, 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 a you couldn't book five minutes. And, and no, you know. I, I guess it was really before all the bringer shows and everything. Yeah, else. yeah. But I was they, doing those bringer yeah. shows. 
shows and I was, you know, I was performing. Allie middled for me up there. She featured for me once when I was yeah. at the Punchline. I remember. Oh her. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. crazy. So it's crazy. So what? How 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 much time did you were you in college together? Are, are you, uh, we weren't. Well, I had graduated. Oh, you were, oh, so you're a yeah. master's program, right? Yeah, yeah. I, it was right when I had graduated. Uh, that program is when she joined the, the the company. And you guys stayed friends. Yeah, we stayed friends. I I like these stories. Yeah, yeah. Because like I know I've known comics for thirty or forty years, but like when you you both kind of do different things and still stay Beforehand, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. Well, she did. Cool. She feel bad for you? Was you, <laughs> were you like when you were like, back then? Yeah, like sort of like oh uh, no, he needs. Well, I don't think so. I mean, she lived in San Francisco at the time because she had moved back up, and I was uh, her folks were there. Her her family yeah, was yeah. there. Yeah, and I was uh, I was just doing. You know, I was just. Trying to make it down here, I don't think she, you know, she yeah. kind of saw too much of my my struggle. Well, when when did you sort of get uh, like any sort of thing going? Like what happened? Uh, you know, it was just a slow, slow build. You know, Could just you, like I book a commercial, uh, you know, and I'd be like, oh wow, I, 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 you know, I felt like I made it. I booked booked my first commercial. Yeah. Just like it was on the Asian channels, all in Mandarin. I didn't even know what the hell I was selling. You know. <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, oh, I think, I, man, I made it. And then, and then, you know, and then a year would pass. I'd book another commercial, and I'd be like, oh, this one's in English. And, uh, you know, and then another one. Oh, it's a national one. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's just a kind of, and then a co-star on a show, and then. Oh, yeah. And so, then, like, uh, all this know, auditioning didn't beat you up? I mean, you weren't. It had beat me up. It yeah, did beat it did. you <laughs> I think permanent damage. Every, every time. <laughs> Every time you come home and see your mom, so, yeah, yeah, you, you know, couldn't I even mean, tell her, could you? No, I couldn't tell her when I booked something because you know it would be like, okay, how much did you get paid? What, right, you know, what uh, does that what does that lead to? Like, well, nothing. Right. It just it just <laughs> kind of airs it's and disappears. A you can all watch it together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you didn't have any lines in that. Yeah, I know, but I I, something, I was though. featured prominently. <laughs> <laughs> So, you, you, you so had, I just it, it was just that for them. many years, yeah, for many years. So and, uh, after, so how, so after the, what was the, what you, what was the co-starring role you got? My first one was a show called Fast Lane. Yeah, it was on, it was on Fox. Right. And, uh, so you uh, had I representation had a, had a at some point. I had representation, and uh, you know, I I had a commercial agent at right. least, and and uh, just kind of kept at it. Was you know, and I kept doing these live shows, these sketch shows, and 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 where were and, they? Uh, they were all around town. You know, oh, so just, you're part of that the UCB trip, or I, I wasn't. I wasn't. What but, were the uh, sketch shows? Were they Asian sketch shows? Uh, some of some of them were, and some of them were were just kind of. Uh, with friends from these comedy schools that I was in at the you time. You went to comedy schools? Well, I mean, like, you know, like improv kind of, uh, uh, there was this place called Acme. Oh, yeah, uh, Acme, that yeah. Was, yeah, it was kind of like, you know, the ground. It was like on La Brea or something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. That, I, was, I was, you know, Acme Comedy there. Theater. Yeah, yeah, and they Who's had their you? own kind of uh, improv school. And uh, What happened in that place? I don't know. It, it kind of went away? Yeah, I think they just, it's a rental space now, I think. I don't, so I don't really know what's going didn't on. Didn't take. <laughs> no. So you're just do, learning uh, those kind of skills, doing uh, group improv? Yeah, really just to keep doing stuff, you yeah, know, because yeah. that was my thing was like, I, you know, I'm not like booking jobs. Right. I just want to keep doing everything. So you didn't lose and, your mind and yeah, sadness? Yeah, so it felt like I was actually like acting and doing comedy and uh and uh i so i just kept doing it or else i would have 
definitely like quit and try to become a lawyer. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so when, when did, uh, what was the first, you know, tangible? The first big. Uh, what, what was the first one you could really be proud of and show your parents? Uh, you know what? I, I you still haven't told them I, I, yet? I still haven't showed them anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> soon, uh, soon. Um, well, you know, you know the. I, I think, gosh, I, I think the interview was, uh, uh, yeah. ironically, of all projects, that the kind of one that really, like, my parents were like, "Oh, he's like, he's working, he's working, and he's, uh, uh, he's, he's taking care of himself." You oh, know? right, right. Because yeah. they, well, they've seen, they saw you in other movies. Yeah, yeah, but you know, but, it, but in small parts, small parts, and and little didn't add up to a life. Didn't add up to a life, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, but I, but I think you know, at a certain point, they would just see me on TV all the time, and they were, I think, they really kind of put it together, like, oh, he's he's working, which is amazing, and you working know? towards something. Like you did, yeah. you did soap operas and everything. I did, I did anything, man. I, I would do anything. I needed, I needed, literally needed the money, you know. Yeah. Because uh, at, at a certain point, well, at certain points, I moved out of the house, got my own place, had to move back, and then moved, moved out again, you know. Oh, I kept, really? Because I kept getting, becoming broke, you know. Oh, so uh, you, oh my God. So, like, so you had these parents... <laughs> And you'd have to, like, well, that, yeah, kind of go back, yeah. You'd but go... that's the thing, and 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 I, I only realized this with perspective yeah. now is that they were supporting my dream all along. <laughs> you know, they were like literally housing me and feeding right. me <laughs> during this time. Right. You know, they they could have, I guess, they could have held a harder line. Yeah, yeah, and they said, could've. you know, they we, you can't come back. Yeah, yeah, they but they didn't. They they didn't. They would never do that. I mean, to this day, <laughs> they they take me in. You know, they're they're great parents. You know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, I think when the interview, uh, came out or kind of came out because it didn't really come out, but, uh, but at uh, least he had some notoriety. I was in the Korean newspaper, put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> they were getting calls from Korea. Yeah. From their family. And fr- I mean, so I think at that point they were like, uh, wow, he's, he's playing a big part in a, in a big movie and, uh, I think they they kind of turned around there. Well, I mean that part was a very specific part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. to play uh, Kim Jong Un. Yeah. I mean, was were they nervous? No. Okay. And no, but the entire rest of the world was, you know. <laughs> but your parents were just happy you were working. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I actually like, uh, you know, yeah. I I talked to, with them before I even took the part, like. Uh, do you think this is like going to be a problem or, you know, and they were like, no. Uh, what do you mean to play the dictator? Yeah. Yeah. I talked to a bunch of people cause I didn't, you know, I, I, I really wanted to do it. I, I loved the script. What, I felt like it was, what were your concerns? Well, I mean, I didn't know enough about oh the well, the dynamics of yeah, North just, and South Korea. Or who yeah, that I mean, guy I knew was. a little bit, right, you know, right. growing up, but I, I didn't know enough, and I and I learned a lot during that time. And, What'd and you learn? That, well, that, that, that kind of gave you uh, uh, enough confidence to do it. Well, I learned that uh, it wasn't, at least in my head, or at least from what. I would I, I people would tell me it yeah. wasn't as as scary a threat as like everyone to the, to to Korea to South Korea oh, right, and right. To, and uh and that as far as uh you they've know, been living with it for years yes exactly and yeah. and that uh I don't know 
all of all everything that eventually happened was a big surprise. Put it that way. Like as far as just in the, terms of the whole world the freaking way, out. Yeah, yeah. That he was that sensitive, and we were all on, <laughs> thought we were on the precipice of nuclear war because of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, and my parents were just like thrilled. They were. <laughs> People know who you are now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kinda. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so 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 when that came out, it was it was it was insane. And then it just kind of one day all just stopped. It was you know the next news item came on, and and that thing just got pushed aside. And Did you have to move back into the house. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> After that, you were uh, out no. on your own. Well, at that point, I was married. Uh, yeah, oh. uh, yeah. And, so you uh, were working and everything. Yeah, was good. Was, yeah. We had a we had a kid and uh, how many kids you got? Just one, one. But you yeah. did. But you were doing like it, it seems like you were doing a lot of like TV bits and you I had was. some funny shit. You I know, was. Like, I was doing. I was. Uh, you know, at a certain point, it just kind of the the work just became kind of steady and I, I kept working and uh, well, did, now at that time though were you feeling you know given the you know your past um y- y- studies and 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 also some of the intentions around creating the theater company did you did you feel that you were being treated as something other than a, an asian prop for the most part uh i think or well early on i definitely felt that a lot yeah uh but i I needed money, you know. No, no, I, I'm not <laughs> yeah. judging it. I'm just saying, like, you know, given what I mean, you're coming a, from intellectually. Yeah, I mean, an Asian prop in the sense that you know I was there to kind of add color to a scene, right? You know, I yeah, was yeah. there to 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 create the world around these main characters. Did you, know? you ever have those moments? Because I notice it all the time, where you see you know this kind of like multicultural group of friends, and you realize like <laughs> that would never happen. <laughs> that you know, I, I yes, but also that was my childhood. So, it does happen. Yeah, it does happen. I mean. It's my, not all contrived. Yeah, I mean, my my childhood was was it was a Benetton ad. You yeah, know? it was just completely diverse. And, yeah, uh, uh, um, well, that's what America but, is really. I think for the most part. Yeah, yeah. So, but Maybe when I'm I wrong, but I when know. I do see that, yeah, I mean, especially being an actor and being a, a playing that, you yeah. know, you do realize that it's it's really you are kind of a prop. You know, like you you are there to 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 show the world that this main character isn't racist yeah he, he has friends of color you know I, it's like it's so hard for me to judge what is real what isn't because i've lived the life of a comic for so long i don't go to a workplace yeah. i don't have regular friends you yeah, know yeah. that just have regular jobs i have yeah. no idea how anybody fucking lives yeah maybe it's all a lot more integrated than i have uh, than i than i know i don't know about that but <laughs> <laughs> but uh certainly my life has uh has been that uh especially my childhood I, I saw somewhere at some point you, you wrote and acted in some movie, a feature. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, aside from Always Be My Maybe, there was one way back in the day uh, with that uh, friend and I just wrote and, yeah, and just shot made it. it independently. And it was real scrappy and uh, and made it. Were you still it. in college? or No, no. I was out of college at that point. I was definitely- What was uh, that about? That uh, gosh. It was, uh, it was called American Fusion, and it was- uh, I don't even remember, man. <laughs> I don't remember, but it was definitely uh, uh, for me uh, kind of my first taste of actually like seeing something I I wrote on, uh, in feature form, and, yeah. and that was really like thrilling, and uh, and uh, definitely kind of planted the seed where oh, I I got to do that again, you know, and I didn't do it again, so to always be my maybe. 
And, oh, really? You didn't do shorts or anything? I mean, oh, else? yeah, I did a ton of shorts. I yeah. mean, after that, I started making stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I was making shorts and web series, and, and uh, uh, there was this, there, there is this group called Channel 101 in, in yeah. LA, and just this web series kind of showcase slash competition. I was involved with those those people and, and kept making web series and shorts and uh, just, you know, exercising that muscle. So it was all rooted in that college sure. theater, theater company where yeah. we just wrote stuff and, and, and performed it and got to see it. And it also gives you a little more control. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it keeps you sane. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, like, I don't, hold on a sec. I told these guys to come. This is like the bane of my existence. <laughs> like either I'm going to have to start. Uh, are they in your yard? Yeah, of course they are. No. But like you know, I I I I called the guy yesterday and I said, "Can you come? Make sure they come between eleven and one." Yeah. No dice. No. It's okay. People have learned how to deal with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, it doesn't it doesn't read as much as it bothers me apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, the idea of because um, like just being an actor, like I've noticed this because I've, d- I've been doing acting lately, and it came to it very later in yeah, life. You're and, amazing. Well, that's very nice. Yeah. 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 Is that you know, like to to actually have that be your life and to be beholden to other people and just waiting for material, and and then just showing up to do it as satisfying as it might be incrementally, it it's really a compromised position in a weird way, especially yeah. if you're not in the power, you don't have power over, you know, uh, or or uh, enough traction to really decide what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd imagine you as a stand-up uh, for all these years, yeah. you are telling your story. Yeah, right. And then when you're acting in someone else's thing. You're, you're 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 telling a story, but, right? But, but it's not your story necessarily. Yeah, and I didn't think of it, and, and like you yeah. know, and you're just sort of like a guy working there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which like, which I'm fine to do. Yeah, just from all those years of just like, oh, I just need to work. You yeah, know, yeah, like sure. uh, I'm I'm happy to do that. But there is a it is a very special feeling to to create your own stuff. So what was the process? You know, because I've talked I talked to Ali. I, I think like. Wow, I mean, I don't. I talked to Ninochka, yeah, yeah, uh, right. about the movie, yeah. but I, I didn't talk to Ali specifically about the movie because I think when I talked to her, she was just starting to break as a comic. Yeah, so it, I don't know that when you started working on it, but I I talked to Ali and she, um, you know, breastfed in in front of me. Yeah, I remember that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think I handled it pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really in promotion for Baby Cobra. So were you guys already working on it then, or when? No, did- no, we weren't. We weren't. It was after Baby Cobra. Uh, she, um, well, after Baby Cobra, she, uh, the New Yorker did a profile on her. That's right. How, that's how big she was at the. You know, she, right. The New Yorker did a. Profile but she at the on time her. though she was writing for Fresh Off the Boat, right? Uh, I think I think she was or just stopping. I think she had she had, she was off Fresh Off the Boat at that time. But you've been at Fresh Off the Boat since the beginning. Six seasons, yeah, yeah. We just got uh, canceled. You did, yeah, yeah. But yeah. isn't a new season starting? This is our sixth, oh. sixth and final. When did yeah. you hear that it was done? Uh, a month back. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we just finished our last episode uh, a couple weeks ago. And you did what were the cycles? They were thirteen a season or twenty three. Uh, first, first season was thirteen. After that, it was mostly twenties all the way through. And this last season is fifteen. So you, there's enough to syndicate. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We hit a hundred. Yeah, yeah. We hit a hundred, and uh, it's been uh, it's been so, great. So well, yeah, it, well, uh, okay. I guess before we get to this, so how did you get cast on that? Uh, 
Is it during the movies or after the movies or? Uh, you know, I was doing it. I was doing a Jake Kasdan. Oh, that's was right. Directing he's... this movie, and he's a producer on. Right. On, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. And um, nice guy. Yeah, great guy. And I, I, I was doing a bit part, another bit part in a, a movie that he was directing. We're yeah. shooting in Boston, and and uh, uh, his, his. Which movie? It was called Sex Tape. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and his uh, uh, a pro- his produce uh, produce co producer Melvin Marr was uh, there, and uh, who also produces Fresh Off the yeah. Boat, and uh, he knocked on my trailer door, and and I was just doing a couple days on that movie, but uh, he handed me this book called Fresh Off the Boat, and was like, "Hey, read this book. We want to turn it into a TV show," and uh, and we we're thinking about you for the dad. Yeah. And I was like. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I, there were no Asians on TV like that at the time. You right. Know? I mean, the, la- the, the last one before that was... Margaret? Margaret. Right. Yeah, and that was like 20-something years before that. Is that, that. true? Yeah, an Asian family I on network that's true, TV. Huh? Yeah. Uh, and and uh, so I was like, that, that's, a, that's a great thought. Uh, yeah. It won't, probably won't happen. Yeah. But, uh, but I will read the book. And I read the book. I was, this is, the book's amazing. Yeah. And uh, uh, still not going to happen. Though, right. You know. And then um, one day I get a call. We're, we're, we're going to uh, make a pilot. We want you to uh, to play the dad. And right. I was like, <laughs> I can't believe that. Well, yeah. well let's, let's shoot a pilot. Yeah. And because uh, that's all there's going to be is a pilot. So let's have <laughs> really? fun on this pilot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you really had the good attitude going. Uh, well, I mean, come, you think yeah. about that, sure. you know. Yeah, what are the possibilities? Well, yeah, what's the possibility of any pilot yeah. going to series, sure, right? right? Let, Let alone, alone an Asian American. <laughs> an Asian family, family with me as the lead. <laughs> I'm doing a day on sex tape, <laughs> and I'm going to be the lead of a show. You know, right. like, not going to happen. Boy, boy the, the, the notion of failure really got pounded <laughs> into you. <laughs> pounded into me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, completely okay with it. Yeah. That's how how pounded it was in me. Yeah. I'm so used to the uh, failing. And uh, uh and then uh, and then we made the pilot uh Lynn Shelton, uh, yeah. the great Lynn Shelton yeah. directed it. It was uh great. It was so fun. I we, we I was like there's no way. There's no chance we're yeah. going to get picked up to series and yeah. then, uh, we got picked up to series. I was like let's enjoy this one season. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, think, I guess there's something good about looking at things like that. Yeah, yeah. In a way that you keeps your expectations in check. Totally. Yeah, yeah. And it not it's not even in a dark way, in right. a great way. Sure. Like in a real like. I'm, let's really hit, just enjoy this. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And you uh, did. I did. Yeah. I did. And then and then uh, after that season, hey, we they wanted to do another season. I, no. Yeah. Really? Well, this is definitely it. <laughs> yeah. This, this yeah. is definitely it. And then we kept going for six seasons. Yeah. It's so nice. And then uh, I, did your parents come to the set and stuff? And no. Then the, <laughs> did they watch it on television? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no. Okay. They, yeah, they, yeah. they did. They yeah. they actually watched every episode. Uh-huh. They didn't tell me that till like, recently. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> they watched every episode. They're, they're very proud. And, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, uh, and they're they're, they're able thrilled. to show that, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, nice. I, I mean, I think they're happy because I'm I'm taking care of myself, right? Of course, and, and, and the family. So, uh, and there's no hint of them saying like, if it still doesn't work out, <laughs> is it, you know, you don't feel that. <laughs> no, not yeah, at yeah. this point. Not at this point. Because like you know, when you think about Doctor Ken, he had to deal with that shit. Like he he actually did. He did it. What was expected of him? Yeah. And now it took it took him years he, to even stop renewing his license to practice medicine. And then he pivoted, and yeah. that they, I mean, he kind of that's kind of 
the ultimate what he did you know right because, right like he, he shut it. his parents up <laughs> yeah. and then he, he can because he can always say like i can always go back to being a doctor yes he still had his license <laughs> and uh uh he he amazes me that guy i uh, i can't believe he pulled that off but uh yeah i remember the first time i i talked to him i, I had to fight the urge to you know i had some uh, m- I, I I thought I had some health issues. Like they came very close to me asking for medical advice. <laughs> right. I think I might have called him once, right, to to, to, to get some medical advice. That's funny. I though. don't blame you. Yeah, I don't blame you. This past week, I I was oh. on the verge of calling, calling Ken. Ken. Like, I'm in <laughs> I'm in pain, man. <laughs> Are you guys friends? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So six seasons, and this is it. This is it. But this so now, it. how did that? Was um with with the, in terms of writing the the uh, you always be my maybe which how that movie do ultimately it did great yeah 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 it did great I mean I think it was in the in the first four weeks the thirty two million oh, yeah. households oh that's know, nice which is real nice I mean I don't know what any of that yeah really who knows means, what... but it, it supposedly is it was uh, I thought you were gr- I thought of. I thought you were great in it I thought oh, that character thanks. was sort of a, a heartbreaking that's a like and I think it's across the board relatable yeah yeah you know when yeah. she goes back and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the band <laughs> the band yeah it's so harsh man. yeah but yeah, that was man, sort that, of the equivalent a, of you living at your totally, parents house totally the equivalent yeah You're like yeah. you knew that guy I would that was me yeah <laughs> <laughs> and what was the writing process? How'd you guys do it? It was fun. We, uh, you know, we we uh, who had the idea uh, of the story? Uh, I think we just kind of came up with it together. We just yeah. we just met regularly, talked it through, and started working on an outline and put as much of our lives in it that made sense, you know, and yeah. and, and made up a bunch of other stuff. And it, it just it felt super organic. And I think it helped that we were old friends and and. Uh, we br- ended up bringing in another friend who was a writer who had been doing uh, real well in the industry as a writer and who also came from that theater company in college. Oh, really? And the, and the three of us ended up c- crafting the script. That, and that w- you had a day, uh, there was a deal with Netflix or who were we, once we Once we re- finished the, uh, a draft of the script, we, yeah. we sent it to Netflix. I was like, do you, do you want to do this? And Ninochka was always on board? Not at that point. Oh, not really? At that point. She was attached to another movie. She, oh, okay. She was. Uh, she was supposed to direct another movie as her like directorial debut, and then that one kind of fell through. And then we were like, "We got to get her." And she was cool. She was open to it. Yeah, because we were working with her on Fresh Off the Boat for so yeah. long. We yeah. love her and, yeah. and 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 worship her in many ways. Yeah, and and, uh, and she was down, and uh, we felt so lucky. What happens now? What have you been doing? I'm unemployed. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I'm feeling again. I'm feeling incredible because of the tooth, because of the root canal. The root canal worked yeah, out. So I don't care. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Today you don't give a shit. <laughs> Tomorrow I'll be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> but like in in terms of, I'm gonna wait till they get off the porch. Oh, uh, I can feel them vibrating. I've lost my shit about this before. Oh, really? I, and it's like completely within my control. But I thought I took care of it yesterday. I texted the gardener and I said, could you tell them yeah. to come between 11 and 1? Because I got to interview Lily Tomlin in a oh, couple wow. hours. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You know, and I didn't want to. I just didn't want it to. Well, better uh, them doing this on me. Than, <laughs> than, on, than on Lily? Uh, you know, I, I, don't, I, I like that. I like that stuff when I listen to podcasts the and, hum? I, and I hear like police uh, sirens in the uh, back. The I, noise? I, sure. I love it. But, yeah, no, I think it really adds texture to the yeah, thing. Yeah, it's real. But like, you it, know. but like I get, so there's some days that with this thing where you, when you live in L.A., 
where you realize there isn't really a, 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 an hour or two where it's not happening somewhere right, right, close right, by. For sure. Like I notice that now. Like and it just like if I lock into it, it drives me nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if it's yeah. not my yard, it's across the street or next door. Yeah, yeah. And it's just it's yeah. ongoing leaf blower noise. But you, but you have no control over that. You know, I know it's I know. like just. I, well, how are you at letting go of things? You don't you don't get obsessed with shit. I just got a root canal, Mark. No. I, 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 I'm cool with anything. I don't care. <laughs> what drugs are you on? <laughs> what did they give you before you left the dentist? Are you? But there was no pain with the root canal, right? Not no. Yeah, no, I mean, like it was I just the, the the seven days before intense yeah. pain. I just like, can't. I I got so upset. Like I kind of got. I was sort of like, who the hell just figured that out? Like it's like it's almost like making jewelry that they like they they did <laughs> it's with you, the little like yeah and they're scraping out these nerve canals yeah yeah it's unbelievable it's a, it's amazing only to fill them up to make a post for a fake tooth as opposed to bolt one into your head it's amazing it really is yeah, yeah. but uh, all right so all right so you're done but so, like yeah done done but you get but now like is it in syndication. I mean, I don't. I don't really. Don't know, I don't. I don't know, know how what that, that means nowadays. I don't yeah, either. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, technically, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, yes. And uh, uh, so that's nice because you've done enough episodes to where, like, even if you don't work for a year, you're probably making enough residual money to keep your health are insurance. Are you saying I'm not going to work for the next year? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just. I'm, no, no. I'm saying that. Uh, <laughs> sorry, you, you've influenced me. I'm, I'm just. I'm just saying you won't have to go back home yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It's 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 it's, it's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. you're vested in uh, in the in the union. Uh, I usually, as I get older, it's what I think about is health insurance. I'm just like it's, I'm not. I don't care if you for work sure. for a year, yeah. but like as long as you can keep the insurance. That's which is, it. That's it. I mean, uh, during uh, so during the, the seven days of extreme pain. Yeah. Uh, uh, at one of the days I was in so much pain, my, my uh, wife was like, why don't you just go to urgent care? You know, go to go. And, right. But I, because of all those years of being broke yeah. and not having health insurance. Right. And I, I had just had it stuck in my head that I will never go to a doctor. <laughs> I don't care what's happening. Right. I will not go to a doctor because I, I can't yeah. be saddled with those bills. Right. You know? And it's just that kind of stayed with me. I didn't even think of it as an option. It's you you know, know? It's, it's it's sort of terrifying and, and it's a weird scramble, but you realize that like so many people don't do, that's why so many people get sick. Yeah. Because yeah. they're afraid to go to the doctor because yeah. it'll bankrupt them. It'll bankrupt them. What a yeah. dumb country we live in. <laughs> But uh, but what are you thinking about doing? Are you thinking about writing more? Do you want to? Like, yeah, for sure, for sure. Branch out. Do you want to direct things? Yes, for sure. I actually directed the series finale of our show. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did, and that was really fun. Were you? Yeah. I uh, were you in it though too? I, I mean, was in it too. It's, it's kind of tricky, right? It was a little tricky. It was it was a little tricky, but you know, I'd been on the show for six years, right? At that point, and uh, uh, you knew what was I expected of, of you. I had a lot of help. Yeah, <laughs> I had a well, lot that, of help. Yeah, it's know? a nice way to to enter the guild. Yeah, and to yeah. Get Oh, and, the best way, and to sort of get the one under the belt for with, sure. For but sure. like, you don't really feel like you really no, directed. No, because it, yeah, it's a show because you're that, jumping out in front of the camera every five minutes, and yeah, and, you, and also and you're looking a, at playback. It's a it, show that has been around for a while it's, it's and got, has its own style, has right. its own, you know. And yeah. everybody on the set at that point knows what to do. You didn't need to be works. an auteur. You no. weren't. You weren't breaking any <laughs> rules or pushing the envelope. No, no was not doing any uh, uh, single shot sequences. You but know, now you was, get to pay money to be in the guild. You're in. Yeah, yeah. So now in you're, the guild, you're ready to go for sure. That's something I, I, I'd love to do. 
do and uh are you know, writing now writing now you are uh, yeah started uh, started this production company we got a deal over at the 20th and oh really so, yeah so uh with two friends from my uh, from the college group? yeah that's crazy it's crazy and, and they're writers or uh, one of them's a writer one of them had become an executive and a producer, and uh, so he's working uh, with you at the production the company. The three of us, yeah. That's uh, your production company. Yeah, we're <laughs> like we want to tell Asian American stories. Yeah. Who who wants to who wants to give us a deal? Right. And we got a, a, a lot of offers, and I was like, I can't believe this that we're getting offers to tell these stories that yeah. we did in college. You know, it's it's amazing. It's a, you're it's doing a great exactly time. what you set out to do. Yeah, yeah, it is amazing, and it honors your your intellectual sort of ambition. Yeah. Like you yeah. now, you are sort of a professor, and I'm working with friends. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, that you kinda. know, like that, what you're able to teach in light of what you wanted to teach, you probably have a much broader and bigger audience to do it now. Yeah, yeah, and it's I'm having more fun. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, and doing it with friends, hands which was on. Always the the the, the goal. Well, like what are the, some of the first projects? So you got anything on the on the docket or no, you, nothing? No, it just started. It just started. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, so, so are you so, taking submissions and that kind of shit? We're doing or? all that and, and trying because, you know, because I write and, and yeah. we have another uh, writer in our in our little group that, uh, you know, we're kind of creating stuff in-house and, and uh, uh, just trying we to- We got offices to, on the lot? Yeah, yeah. It just, wow. It's super cool. That's yeah. pretty big time. So you're down, well, you're down by where you grew up. Yeah, right where I grew up. You can go exactly. right to Factors yeah. a couple of times a week. It's right down the block. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I do that. I do that. I'll, I'll cruise over to Factors. Does, do your folks still live in the area? Yeah, they're right there. Same house. No. I grew up in. Yeah. So you, and your office is down the street? Right down the street. I played Little funny. League across the street. From Fox. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's all So now uh, you can surreal. like have lunch with your mom? Yeah, all that. Oh. Yeah, it's really nice. Well, congratulations. Thanks, Mark. It's great Thank talking you. to you, man. Great talking to you, too. I'm glad I got you on the nice, uh, <laughs> the, on the upswing with the tooth. Oh, man, best day ever. <laughs> Thank Good. you. What a pleasant uh, conversation that was. That guy's great. He's funny. He's sharp. I, I really... Enjoy talking to him. The final season of Fresh Off the Boat on ABC. Uh, it starts uh, Friday, January 17th. And uh, there's a special one-hour series finale on Friday, February 21st. You can go to WTFPod.com tour for links to the tickets uh, for the winter tour dates with me and Del Rey, Orlando, and uh, Grand Rapids. Step up. Step up. No music today. I'm in a hotel room. In Georgia. Boomer lives! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>